Welcome to the Industrial Talk Podcast with Scott McKenzie. Scott is a passionate industry professional dedicated to transferring cutting-edge, industry-focused innovations and trends while highlighting the men and women who keep the world moving. So put on your hard hat, grab your work boots, and let's go. All right, once again, thank you very much for joining Industrial Talk, and thank you so very much for your continued support of this ever-expanding ecosystem of problem solvers. You're bold, you're brave, you dare greatly, you're changing lives, and you're changing the world. That's why we have this platform to celebrate you each and every day. In the hot seat, we have a gentleman by the name of Marcus Rommel. The company is Digital Item. And, we, you know, we're going to be talking about digitalization, manufacturing, AR, VR, the tools that are necessary in this conversation. We just got to get cracking. Let's get going. Yeah, whether you like it or not. Manufacturers have got to educate. It's happening. It's happening so fast. It's just happening so fast. And you have to collaborate. You have to find individuals like Marcus to have great conversations about how you can leverage uh, technology, innovation, to help create that business that is resilient, definitely. And so you need individuals like Marcus and others to uh, help you with that journey because it is happening and it's happening fast. A couple of points of business. Uh, we have two. Uh, we have multiple webcasts out there, but two newer versions of the webcast. One is aligning your supply chain strategy with the PF curve. How do you do that? It's all important. Your, your supply chain, your, your logistics strategy must align with the way you're managing those assets in the PF curve. It just is. So every step of the way of that curve, being able to identify how you would approach your, your logistics and supply chain solution. Great conversation. The second one is this digitalization of the utilities. It's out there. It's brand new. Um, and it, it's... Being an old transmission lineman, and this is a journeyman, this is a really interesting conversation because I'm very linear when it comes to um, what is taking or how I view utilities, but it's not linear anymore. It is a data collection, data analytics uh, conversation. And how do you do that effectively? How do you allow utilities to have insights into their business, right? And still and still deliver uh, power reliably, cost effectively, uh, because it's happening. And again, I'm always advocating, educating, collaborating. Those are the two great things. And of course, the technology is the technology that's out there. You just need to know what is out there. All right, let's get cracking with the conversation. The topic is how digitalization tools can solve ongoing problems and dilemmas. For manufacturers. That is the topic of conversation. Marcus is in the hot seat. Let's get cracking. Marcus, welcome to Industrial Talk. Thank you very much for joining and, and finding time in your you know busy schedule and being very flexible with the schedule because uh, last week I was in Vegas. I was doing stuff with some Hexagon folks and uh, well, he was very nice and kind and said, sure, no problem. How are you doing today? I'm doing very good, and uh, thanks for having me, Scott. I'm excited. Yeah, it is. It's cool. I, I like uh, uh, for the listeners out there. We we always have a uh, 
a sort of a form that they filled out. And I, I just, I'm pretty excited about the topic that we're going to be talking about and it's all right there. It's pretty straightforward, but uh, I'm excited about it. Before we get into that uh, topic, Marcus, give us a little 411, a little background on who you are. Yes, uh, I'm happy to do so. Uh, if you may hear from my uh, strange accent, uh, I'm not a original southerner from uh, Atlanta, Georgia. I'm actually uh, born and raised in uh, Germany. Came uh, 15 years ago uh, to the U.S. and uh, still like it and enjoy it. Uh, my professional path is in the uh, manufacturing, specifically machine building industry, where I made my way up, how we say here, from a mechatronic technician to an electrical engineer, program first wiring up machines, then programming them, uh, installing them, do commissionings on uh, in, in factories all around the world. Uh, I've been in four or five continents, um, traveled a lot, seen a lot of different factories, um, got then the chance to, to come to the U.S., uh, went there into project management and then later on into uh, field service management. And uh, with the changes what COVID brought uh, to all of us, um, yeah. I decided to uh, start my own show, uh, which is called Digitalitum. And there we focus on digitalization tools for the manufacturing industry in the AR, VR, IoT space. There you go, man. Now, Mad Street Cred, thank you very much for that uh, CV, real-time CV. Now, that's a good segue into the digitalization conversation. And and so the problem I see out there, and the challenges I see, see, I don't like using problems, so I, I reversed that and I said challenges. <laughs> the opportunity I see, how about that? That's even more positive. Yeah. Challenges, uh, opportunities, problems, dilemmas, however you want to call it. Absolutely. I want to be positive. So I'm going to say the opportunities. But the reality is, is that there's a lot of conversation out there. There's a lot of buzz. There's a lot of uh, people talking digitalization. And, and let's say I'm a manufacturer. Uh, one, it's important for me to at least begin that journey or have that conversation or, or educate myself. But... The reality is, is that, and you might be able to explain this, why is digitalization so important for uh, manufacturers to at least consider? In my point of view, everything what is under the umbrella of digitalization, and digitalization is such of a, of a big word, it means so many different ah, things. It's huge. But it is, in my point of view, a solution to the problems we have in the industry. And there are many, many problems. Uh, we have this skill gap. Uh, we have not enough workers. We have data fragmented uh, sitting around. We have ineffective uh, methods of exchanging data. We have uh, communication problems uh, and so on and so on. And uh, these tools, and that's why I use that that word digitalization tools, these tools, what digitalization offers us can be a solution to fix uh, the one or the other problem and uh, get better and make the manufacturing industry better and uh, more more attractive. Yeah, the, the reality and is that... And more efficient and... Yeah. 
whatever acronym uh, you want to put in yeah. under the umbrella of uh, better. The reality is, is that we need manufacturers. We just do. The, yeah. the economy needs manufacturers, both here in the United States and around the world. That is important. The other reality that I, you know, pull from that is it's not getting any easier to find people. It's getting harder. And no. it's just the realities of the marketplace. Even though there are many job openings, doesn't mean they're being filled by competent, trained individuals. And so we have a we have a major challenge there, absolutely. But you're saying, you're advocating that a digitalization strategy journey, finding the right partner is good for business, right? That is my point, yes. That's how you can uh, sum it up. And uh, on the other hand, if you do not focus on, on digitalization, on your business and on your uh, business model, I would also say that at one point of time, maybe your business does not exist anymore. Yeah, because I'm in the business, but I'm not working on the business. And that is a... Uh really interesting distinction and you can still sort of straddle the fence and be in the business but you still have to work on the business so let's say you you've just touched a uh it's like yeah i i hear what marcus is saying let us know let the listener know what what steps can we begin to sort of look into for achieving some digitalization uh, journey yeah, and uh, digitalization journey is is the right word because it's such of a of a big topic. Uh, you cannot do all and everything on on at one point of time. Uh, it's a it's a step by step approach. Over time, uh, it's like climbing a ladder and getting uh, better and better. Also, digitalization is not a topic which is just a pure engineering topic. What People often think uh, it's IT thing, it's engineer thing, and these guys uh, are taking care of it. Um, there's another statement of mine, or it's actually not my statement. It's all around where it says digitalization affects every department in a company. From recruiting, HR, operations, sales, uh, manufacturing, maintenance, uh, you, you name it. It, it. it impacts every department. So with that said, it seems, again, I, I'm, I'm just Scott Manufacturer, and I, I'm, I hear you. It seems overwhelming. Can it be overwhelming, or can we incrementally sort of deploy it, solutions? It is overwhelming, and there's a big uh, gap in, in understanding. Um, I think that the big guys, the, the Fortune 500 companies, uh, for example, they have the budget, they have the people, they figured this whole digitalization thing already out and uh, they are playing it already. While uh, the smaller and, and medium manufacturers, they don't have the budget, they don't have the people, the specific people yeah. because they just focus on, 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 their, on their core business. Uh, and they are kind of uh, falling behind. And that's where uh, people and companies like me come in, which help and consult these companies by understanding their specific situation uh, and, and help them with tools 
to get better and uh, see it like a tool in in your toolbox. Uh, just or currently, you still have your toolbox, your tool cart with your screwdrivers, your pliers, your wrenches, and every of these tools has a specific use case, and you can do one thing with it. With a with a, a half inch wrench, you can open a half inch screw, but not a three quarter inch screw. With a screwdriver, you can open or close uh, a screw, and then it depends: is it a Phillips, a flathead, and 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 yeah. what size even. Um, and in, in digitalization, there are nowadays also so many different tools that it's almost becoming but overwhelming. It, it, yeah, but it's it's uh, gonna it's gonna be challenging because Scott Manufacturer looks at manufacturing one way, and and Marcus Manufacturer looks at manufacturing. We might be manufacturing the same thing, but our approaches can be different, which they I guarantee you they are. So yep. the, the digitalization conversation has to be somewhat custom for each conversation, right? Yes. Um, to a certain going extent. Back, going back to that uh, toolbox uh, example, um, if I look into Scott's toolbox and if you yeah. look into Marcus's toolbox, they look different. They're different in size, uh, in how big is your toolbox, uh, you have your favorite uh, tool brands in there. I have yep. mine. Yep. Uh, and you have the tools you're using a lot, and I have the tools I'm using a lot. Uh, but yes, we both have uh, toolboxes, and we need these tools um, to do our job, right? So back to the, the toolbox analogy, that sounds to me that I can I can look at my operations and I can sort of pick and choose the deployment of a digitalization strategy, probably from the low-hanging fruit, the inefficiencies, and just start there and getting some wins in that sense. And before I do a, a big bang, would you advocate sort of a incremental approach to my organization? Yes, uh, definitely. Um, there are like systems there, your, your ERP system, your... Um, yeah. Uh, maintenance management system, your enterprise asset management systems. These are all big systems, uh, which when you implement it to your uh, operation, to your organization, uh, they take a long time. Uh, they are complex. Uh, it takes a while, uh, can go into years until they're uh, operational and everybody is trained. And it's a, it's a big thing also a very big investment in time uh, and money. Um, on top of that, I still say you should add additional tools to that system to uh, support it and do things what your big system cannot do. And that's right. what, what the tools in your toolbox are for. And on top of your hardware tools from your toolbox, uh, in the future, you add a couple of what I call digitalization tools to your toolbox in order to get better. And yes, these are the, the low-hanging fruits as every of these tools has a specific use case, a specific problem to focus on and, and get you a solution on that. See, if if I was, if, and of course I'm going to be talking about, or I'm going to be thinking as Scott Manufacturing, I'm going to be thinking about my return on that investment. I'm going to, I'm going to want to be able to be really sort of hard nosed, a little tough on that because it's one thing to say, hey, these are great shiny objects, and let's do it, 
if it has a no-brainer ROI. But it, from that perspective, does it make financial sense if I do it? If I do it right, all things being equal, yeah. If I do it right, it makes. Does it make sense? I would say if you do it right, it makes sense. Um, the question is always how you you calculate it. Um, that's that's the one thing. What what values yeah. you you put in there? And and one issue is, for example, that certain inefficiency in your operations is not really measured in a dollar value. Uh, so therefore, or it's in lots of different buckets. And therefore, you do not have a real value against what you're what you're saving uh. in an, in an ROI. Another uh, important thing with this digitalization tools is always the the implementation and the training. Uh, yeah. Nothing is worse that you get this new shiny uh, silver bullet tool, um, and nobody wants to use it or knows how to use it. And then it's just sitting there and uh, collecting dust. A common tale. It does happen. And you're absolutely right. So there's that that usability component. Because you 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 want, I hate to say it, it's, it sounds so authoritarian. Uh, you want compliance. So you want people to use the tool to the advantage yep. of the organization. And, uh, you know, but it, it it don't make it hard for me. Don't. Don't. Yeah, and there's of course also uh, a lot of times this uh, skepticism. Oh. There's, this, there's this this new thing, and uh, it, it's completely out of my box. I cannot really think what this is all about. And uh, if I use it, does it actually take my job away? And all of all of these things, and that's the reason why I don't use it. Uh, in in digitalization yeah. automation, that's still. Uh, Kind of in the in the back burner of uh, of a lot of people. Um, yeah, because I, I, I the reality is, I, I of course I want to keep my asset up and running. I want to keep on spinning. I want to keep on, you know, fulfilling um, and achieving the demands of the market. No doubt about that. I mm -hmm. I, I agree with you one hundred percent. But you brought up something that's interesting from my perspective, is the 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 shiny new stuff and and a lot of conversations evolve around the advent. I got the IOT devices. Everybody's talking IOT, vibration, you know, uh, thermal, whatever. They're all out there and we can we can do some a lot of connectivity and that makes sense and I like that. And it's it's imperative. Got it. But there's also a lot of buzz and conversation about AR, VR and insight and using those you know emerging solutions for my organization. Can you sort of help the listeners understand why a sort of an augmented and a virtual is sort of important for manufacturers? Yes, uh, because this technology allows to get you the information you need at the location you are. Uh, example for that, let's uh, imagine this picture. We are both out in a manufacturing shop floor big, big factory. We're both new and we come to this new machine, which has an issue and uh, we need to fix it or do a PM on that. We don't have any technical information on that. And the good old way is now to go back to the maintenance shop, which is a half mile this way. Yeah. Uh, and in that maintenance shop, there's this wall of paper binders. 
And the first challenge for us is now to find the right binder for that particular uh, equipment or, or asset. Because um, every binder looks different. They're not well sorted. So at one point of time, we find that binder and it's that big one with the thousand pages in it. And now we have to find that right uh, page to get to that wiring diagram, to that right. manual, to that drawing, to that bill of material, what we're looking for. And we're we're scrolling through and scrolling through, and we thought we have the right page, and then we figured out, oh, my coworker Scott ripped that page out last time when he did that job, and he didn't put it back in. Yeah, and it's Second out of thing, and, it, and it's out of date. Yes, <laughs> uh, or there are two assets which are kind of similar, but not exactly the same, and we take the other one have the wrong information, and then do the, the wrong thing, which then may cause uh, some issues and problems. Uh, then some other companies, when I, when I tell this story, say, oh, we are digitalized already, ah. uh, which means they have all the information on a network drive or on a, on a shared right. drive. Um, unfortunately, the way how it looks like, it's a cumbersome folder structure, like in your Explorer with hundreds of different subfolders and, right. and strange names. And then within, if you go five, 10, 20 levels down, you find documents with a file name 123abc.pdf or other <laughs> uh, strange names. And if you right. use that awesome Windows Explorer search function oh, yeah. and you put in what you actually looking for, you get either two results. Either you get one million hits and then you go through that one million list to find which one is yours or you get nothing. But you, you do not get what you need. Right, right. And again, that sounds like a, a common journey on on what exists today on the floor of a manufacturer. And and uh, yeah, so what you're saying is that well, so it, that, that's it, not a, the problem side of things. What yeah. could be a solution is everybody of us in the year 2023 has most likely this magic device uh, yeah. in, in your pocket. And if you're out on the video, it's, uh, he's holding up a cell cannot phone. cannot see it, it's called a smartphone. Yeah. And uh, this magic device can do a lot of things. Um, and it can give you, for example, the information you need at the location you are by, for example, uh, scanning a specific custom uh, QR code on that asset. And uh, with this, you get an, staying with augmented reality, you get an augmented real, uh, a 3D model augmented on top of your machine. And within that, you see now where are all your different components and the associated documents, uh, PDFs, manuals, video links are, are uh, in that. And uh, what does it do for you? It gives you the information you need where you are and that specific one for that particular asset. It, it sounds cool. Yep. It can also identify, if I remember correctly, it can also identify problems with the asset of uh, overheating bearing or whatever whatever yes. it might be vibration of some sort and it it also uh sends that information delivers that information to the individual you know exactly but doesn't it require a a 
accurate data on the other end. Like, you know, you, you need, you can't have garbage going in. You need to have some sort of a back end to be able to, to deliver that level of efficiencies. Is that correct? Of course. Like, like with every system, garbage in, garbage out. Yep. Um, and that's also one, one challenge of feeding the right information into the system to then, um, get them get them out and i would say in more older systems that this whole wiring of of data happens uh, manually and then nowadays with uh, the advancements of tools we have under the umbrella of ai or artificial intelligence that makes this manual wiring um which is very cumbersome and, and takes a lot of time and therefore also expensive kind of automates it and and makes it better to establish such pro uh, uh, projects uh, much faster as a as a lower cost that's how i i see this in general yeah and i think as as time goes on these solutions will be driven down from a cost perspective boeing's using it boeing's using it for maintaining their planes and and uh you know they're they're using it so that they don't have to go back to the the old fashioned, not to say that they don't, I'm just saying that they don't have to go to the single line maps and figure out, you know, the cabling and all of that stuff and find yeah. the one that they want to work on. So from a safety perspective, kudos. I like that. Definitely. So, it, it brings a, a lot of uh, advantages. And if, if we come back now to the whole uh, training aspect, bringing yeah. new people into the profession uh, or uh, helping the the newer ones, the beginners in 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 growing and understanding oh. this all. Um, using these tools has a, a far steeper learning curve, in my point of view, as the traditional method. As the traditional method in learning your trade is still, you kind of look how the the, the senior is doing it and you following in his his shade and after yeah. years of following it you're 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 kind of on on that level uh, as well and uh if that person for whatever reason leaves the company because yeah. or she gets uh, retired uh, this whole know-how is is gone and uh, that's another aspect of of digitalization by being now able to bring this specific yeah. content into a data form and actually keep it and also be able to share it more efficiently through technologies like either augmented reality or uh, virtual reality. See, the, this is all great. And I hear what manufacturers, and I believe that manufacturers, one, they need to find some trusted Sherpa to help them along. I think that that's a real important, and that's a, that's a human interaction, and that's a conversation, and that's a dialogue, and I like that. And, and find that individual or find that company that can help you with that. That's one. I think that, too, it's, a, it's imperative that manufacturers as a whole to be nimble, to be ag uh, agile, and have a resilient business i think that uh, a digitalization strategy is a must i mean it's, it's yeah, because somebody's going to do it and somebody's going to capture that market share and it's only going to blah 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 you just need to be a part of it whether you like it or not and finally with all of that great facts and realities of what's taking place in the market what are the what are the roadblocks what i mean what 
what prevents me from saying, hey, I got it, Marcus, man, but I'm not filling the blanks. The the major roadblock in my point of view is the, um, let's say, the whole topic of, of change management. You need to yeah. change. And in general, people don't want to change as they're used to do certain things in a certain way, even if they are inefficient and even if they complain every, every day how, how stupid it is. But it's still easier to do it this way than doing it in a in a brand new way, um, and I think that's one major, major, major issue. Um, yes. <laughs> Whether we like it or not, change happens, and and yeah. and that's a great bumper sticker. People don't want to change, but change happens. It happens all the time, and and you might as well just and embrace needs, the change. Sometimes it needs outside forces. Like this whole IoT topic or technology was available in the in the twenty tens already. Uh, everything yeah, under yeah. Industry four point zero, but there was a lot of change awareness. Uh, let's keep this running. Let's keep the system running. Uh, never touch a running system and all of that. And there was no real need to to change. Then came this big hammer uh, COVID, um, which then all of a sudden was a, a, a big thing to change things. Uh, before yeah. COVID, this whole topic of home office was, was not there or the whole topic of uh, remote work. Um, IoT uh, topics uh, were not that popular. This whole topic of supply chain issue wasn't as hot. This whole topic of uh, a skills gap and uh, not enough qualified people wasn't that hot and all of a sudden they are hot topics and, and er I would say the majority of manufacturers have to deal with these topics yeah. and they have to find solutions to overcome these problems. So and the, the solutions are digitalization. Is one of them. Of there it course, is, man. On, yeah, on see? Top of, of many. He wrapped it up. How do people get a hold of you there, Marcus? If they said, hey, he's talking my lingo and I want to talk to him, how do they get a hold of you? Um, that's very easy. I'm uh, very active on this social media, this professional social media tool called LinkedIn. LinkedIn. Yes. If, if you ever heard about that, just put my name in and uh, you're connected. Uh, if you're able to spell my company name, Digitalitum, uh, you find that as well, either on LinkedIn or on the website. And uh, that's how you can reach me and uh, get in contact with me. Well, it'll all be out on Industrial Talk. So whatever, whoever, you need to get a hold of uh, Marcus, go out to Industrial Talk, find the link. It'll have his LinkedIn. It'll have his company out there. It will be easy peasy. Have a conversation with Marcus. As you can tell, mad skills. You will not be disappointed. Hey, thank you, Marcus, for being on Industrial Talk. Thank you so much, Scott. It was a pleasure, and uh, hopefully we talk again. All right. We're going to have all the contact information for Marcus out on Industrial Talk, and we're going to wrap it up on the other side, so stay tuned. We will be right back. You're listening to the Industrial Talk Podcast Network. All right. 
your call to action is connect with Marcus. As you can tell, mad skills. Go out to his uh, LinkedIn stat card and you'll be impressed just because, well, I was and, you know, he just has mad skills. And you, you've got you've to just commit to that education every single day. Technology and innovation is happening at a blistering pace. And you'll need to collaborate with individuals like Marcus in a, in a big way. Uh, there's just a lot of tools out there. And from my perspective, what I always get, you know, overwhelmed with is where to start, where to begin. You just need individuals to say, go here, do this, use this tool, that type of thing. And get some wins under your belt in a big way. All right. A couple of things. Webcasts out there on Industrial Talk. Check them out. They're great. The, the, the people that are delivering the webcast, wonderful. Absolute incredible Sherpas. All right. That's another call to action. Be bold, be brave, dare greatly. Hang out with Marcus. You'll change the world. We're going to have another great conversation shortly, so stay tuned.